0: To the Docs Sportscast today. Thanks so much for everybody for tuning in again. Uh, we're back with today's episode to preview the upcoming weekend. Uh, also going to talk about Thursday Night Football. This is actually going to be um, this video or the podcast is actually going to be uh, recorded right now and we are currently a minute 30 seconds left in the third quarter of this uh, Washington uh football team and the New York Giants Um, so talk a little bit about this game real quick before we get to the end of the quarter Uh, then we can start you know talking about some of the games this weekend this game out of this game if you're a Washington fan and if you're a Giants fan there are positives on both sides there are good things to look forward to and to feel good about your team over uh, when it comes to how this game has been played you know first off from an officiating standpoint i don't believe this game has been up to par uh there's been plenty of calls that have been missed and um you know i i just haven't seen the referees be on their their best for this game uh you know it's definitely something that we're seeing an issue in this game with it there's various calls and penalties things like that uh that shouldn't be called it's questionable they're you know in the booth they're questioning things over and over uh, it just doesn't really make sense to me that that would happen four to five times in this game um, you know beyond some of the things as far as like oh well that's what the rule is okay beyond what the rule is, it's a fact that there's called being missed and even after being reviewed they're being missed and so that that's a challenge that I'm having in this game, um, you know, something as simple as uh, a first down where uh, I believe it might have been JD McKissick, uh, or maybe it was Adam Humphrey. I can't remember who it was. Uh, they, they caught the ball, uh, bounced on the ground a bit, scooted up, got the first down and then got touched. They were not touched before that. Well, they weren't given the first down and it made zero sense that they didn't get the first down. Uh, everybody in the booth, you know, Troy Aikman, um, yeah, was sitting there saying like they're they're not gonna get in the first down there I, I don't understand they're not what like they they didn't understand why that happened and I, and I didn't either it didn't make any sense to me um so it's definitely something that we're seeing uh in this game for sure is uh a lack of consistency there when it comes to this um yeah but anyway so Beyond the the penalties and referees, like I said, both teams have things to be positive about as of right now in this game. Uh, mainly on the Washington side, first off, your defense is, is doing good. Okay, they're they're doing good. They're they're not playing the best that they can. They're they're definitely not playing to the level uh, that we saw from them last year. However, um, they they still look aggressive. Uh, they do still get back there and get after the quarterback. You know, Daniel Jones is definitely feeling the pressure. Um, but there's definitely levels to improve. And I think they will. I think they've gotten better as the game has went on. So that's something positive to think about um, on the offensive end. I think you can feel comfortable with your quarterback situation knowing that Heineke is not going to lose you games. Um, and I say that <laughs> knock on wood um, because he, he's, not, he's not went out there and thrown a pick. Uh, he hasn't hummed the ball. He, he's not made a lot of missteps and when he has uh, you know I think he came out with a little bit of jitters in the beginning uh, missed through a couple passes right away in, in the beginning you know a couple passes like behind receivers things like that but then he kind of settled in started making some good throws uh, getting the ball out in front of guys getting the ball high so people can you know guys can go up and get it um, I, I think he's made a, a lot of right, the right plays and a lot of the right reads out there um, he's looked really solid looked really solid so I would feel very good about that if I'm them. Uh, you know, Antonio Gibson is running very aggressively, uh, doing doing very good. The offensive line is blocking very well. Uh, I don't believe outside of the first possession there's been a sack in this game, um, you know, for uh, Washington. And... Uh, that, that just bodes well for the offensive line. Uh, running game looks very good. <clears throat> so uh, if you can feel good about something on the offensive end, for sure, it's definitely that offensive line. And Terry McLaurin is looking really good, and it looks like Heineke knows how to use him, knows how to you know hit him in stride and things like that. He knows how to look for him make the right play to him. Uh, and Logan Thomas is getting used um, pretty well also. So uh, I like what I'm seeing from this offense. Um, I think the thing is that um, ultimately – Uh, When I'm watching this game, uh, it's just a good game back and forth. Um, You know, it's a good game back and forth right now. Uh, Both teams are playing well. And right now, I don't believe that it's like it's not been shown that either team is better than the other right now. You know, Daniel Jones went out there and ran the ball a lot. Uh, He has not fumbled the ball. And that's something you should be positive about if you're the Giants. Um, The other positive is you should feel good that you're. You know, defense has only allowed so many points so far, because you know people definitely uh, were worried a little bit about this defense going into the game. You know, with what, how how good are they? How good can they be? And uh, I, I think they've shown they could be pretty pretty formidable in the league. Even though you know, I do think a lot of people you know don't think that uh, this Washington team is going to have the best offense in the league uh, by any means. But they played well. They played well tonight, and for that reason you know, uh, as a, as a, you know, a fan for the Giants. Sorry about that. As a fan for the Giants, I I think you got to be positive about that Uh, offensively. Shepard looks great, running crisp routes. Uh, I I do I would be concerned about Kenny Galladay. Uh, he he's dropped some balls. He's he's missed some plays that he typically always makes. I am a bit concerned for that. He looks a bit rusty. I know he was out there with uh with injury and things like that uh during uh, preseason and stuff, and it's definitely definitely showing here uh, in this game. Uh, even though he he just made a, a pretty good play, yeah, pretty good play downfield, uh, like to end the quarter. Uh, he just still looks a little bit rusty. Uh, Saquon Barkley had a really good run early in the game. Uh, that, that's really good to see that life from him. And so, here's the thing: ultimately, if you have a quarterback who can go out there and make plays for you, then Washington has a more dynamic offense. If you have a quarterback or not a quarterback, if you have a running back that's fully healthy and Saquon Barkley that can make plays for you, that boosts your offense. So I think these teams, you know, even with the you know, players out and hurt and things like that, I, I think they're they're pretty good matchup with each other. And it's really just the matchups. Overall, I, I think Washington is a better team overall. I think they're going to have the better season this year, even though they're down three points right now to start the fourth quarter. I, I, that's just my belief. Uh, I, I like their roster, I like their makeup of it, I like their coaching, and the Giants. I, I think they have a lot of more room for improvement, which is kind of scary, uh, but I, I think they do. And I, I just think ultimately they match up really well with each other right now, with the various uh, you know rosters and skill sets of the different guys, the different matchups they have. Uh, you know, from the line to the receivers. I mean, it's just really good matchup to make for an entertaining back and forth game, and that's what we're seeing right now. So we'll see how this game continues to progress. But with that being said, let's jump in and preview a little bit of the games coming up this weekend. Um, so New Orleans against Carolina. Man, we are excited for this. Uh, you know, Aurora is big fan of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, it's not her, you know, overall favorite team, but you know, we're we're both big fans of Christian McCaffrey. Uh, we both really like DJ Moore. Uh, we like Sam Darnold. We we just like what they're doing out there. That a lot of the guys on that defense there, we really root for them as well. So uh really excited to see what this team can do. And uh honestly <laughs> we'll we'll see how Jameis Winston does. You know, everybody wants to sit there and say, Oh, was it a fluke? Was it a fluke that he threw five touchdowns? I mean, look, we're not buying the hype on him. We said that in the podcast on Wednesday, but um you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he comes out there and does really well. Uh, however, I, I, I do think it, I believe that it was probably more of a fluke than not. So we'll see what happens in this game. Uh, see what Carolina can do to disrupt that offense of the Saints. Next up is uh, Cincinnati and Chicago. So this game, I I think this is going to be a very entertaining game. I think it's going to be very, very good. Uh, To me, Chicago still has a really good defense, even though people are saying they didn't because of the showing with the Rams. I I think their defense looked fine. The Rams are just that good of an offense. And so I think the Bengals have a little bit less dynamic of an offense than the Rams. Um, I think this will be a very close game. Um, It could end up being a shootout depending on – you know how the how the offenses go. You know how how they want to break it up. If teams are wanting to be more run heavy or pass heavy in this game, but uh, honestly, this would probably be one of my games of the week to watch. Like check this one out. It's going to be really, really good game, for sure. And uh, ultimately, man, if we had to pick one, this is going to be really tough. But I would say honestly, I think Chicago ends up taking that game. Uh, just because I think the defense will end up making the difference. The Houston Texans and the Cleveland Browns. Okay, so with this game, you've got, man, Houston Texans, Everyone, everybody wants to sit there and say, oh, they beat up on a horrible Jaguars team. Well, they didn't beat up on a horrible Jaguars team. They beat up on a horribly coached Jaguars team um, and and that really is what made the difference with that game I think that the Houston Texans and not that it was a fluke but I don't believe that they're going to be able to beat a Cleveland team that came out there and really gave Kansas City a run for their money so uh, this game to me will be a little bit lopsided uh, however it will be interesting to see how good Tyrod Taylor is and how much Mark Ingram can actually do out there see if they can repeat a little bit of their success uh, from the week end before next is vegas versus pittsburgh and this game guys i'm just telling you right now pittsburgh had no pittsburgh had no chance like not not that they didn't have a chance but they had no business uh winning that game up against buffalo Uh, they had no business winning that game uh to me that made no sense uh that they won that game Uh, i think buffalo is the better team hands down and honestly the you know Pittsburgh special teams and defense won that game for them so um, when you're looking at it here Pittsburgh and Vegas I, I really got to go with Vegas you know they ended up beating Baltimore uh, in overtime the way that they did I think they've got a lot of momentum and honestly I was not impressed at all with what Pittsburgh did Najee Harris did not look good that blocking did not look good on the line Uh, You know, Big Ben couldn't get that ball, push it downfield. Like, that offense has major, major holes and issues right now. And I think that Vegas will end up taking this game. Next, moving on is Rams and the Colts. And so for this game, you know, I think that this is going to be a better uh, matchup. Like, it's going to be a better matchup. Than what the Rams faced uh, in the Bears, just just because Indianapolis, I think it matches up better. Uh, they're more comparable in the various positions that they're strong at. Um, so I I do like this to be a little bit closer of a game. I think that the challenge for this is not necessarily, you know, the Rams. I think they're I think they will score a little bit less than what they did up against the Bears, but the the challenge is going to be can the Colts put up points. Uh, that that's going to be the big question to me you know their their run game did not look good in week one Jonathan Taylor was was really kind of just stopped the entire game and so you know that that's your main guy and he really couldn't get anything going so if if you couldn't get him going can he get it going up against one of the top defensive lines in the league I don't know I highly doubt it so I I'd, I'd be concerned if I'm the Indianapolis Colts going into this game, you got to figure out how to get that passing game going um, a bit stronger and make some plays cuz you're going to have to. This this Rams offense is going to make plays up against your defense, doesn't matter how good they are. You've got to be able to counterpunch. So ultimately we have the Rams winning this game, but we do think it will be a, a pretty decent matchup. You know, probably end up being like a 7-point game. I think I think it'll be a one possession game. Uh, by the time it's over. But it could feel a little lopsided because I think the Rams will carry the lead through most of the game. Next up, San Francisco and Philadelphia. Man, this one, you know, two teams that are 1-0 right now. And, you know, a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, this should be easy for the Eagles because they destroyed the Falcons and then, you know, San Francisco let uh, D- Detroit get back in the game. It ain't that simple, guys. It ain't that simple. Um, I'm telling you right now. Hey. <laughs> It, it, it's not that simple. Yes, the Detroit Lions had no business being in that game with the Ram or with the Niners, but uh, I, the Eagles were routing a team that's probably going to be the worst defense in the league. So I, I just don't have a ton of faith in them, you know, being able to reproduce that efficiency on offense that they did. Uh that's the big thing for me. I don't I don't have faith in them reproducing the efficiency of it. And so I do believe that the Niners will end up winning this game. I think that running game is gonna be you know dominating as it always is. I think that defense is going to you know get things going, really get after the Eagles and yeah, I think it'll be a decent matchup, but you know, I think San Francisco will end up taking it. Next up, Buffalo against Miami. So, divisional game right here uh, with these two opponents. And, man, I think Buffalo is going to be pissed off that they lost that game to the Steelers. Uh, I think they're going to be uh, really pissed off. I think they're going to bounce back uh, in a big way. So, uh, I think Buffalo is going to end up winning this game up against Miami. Um, you know, to me, Miami got lucky uh, when they won that game against New England. That fumble was, you know, that, that fumble had no business happening uh, for New England, and so I think Miami should have ended up losing uh, that first game, and I think they will end up dropping this one to Buffalo, who, like I said, with Steelers, I think was is just a better overall team. I, I think it's the same situation here uh, with the Miami Dolphins is that it's just a you know, better team overall. Now, um, Denver and Jacksonville. Um, this look pretty simple, guys. This one is pretty simple. Uh, Denver is going to end up winning this game. They uh, are, are the better team. Jacksonville is poorly coached. Uh, that defense really got after uh, the New York Giants last week, and I see them doing the same thing with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going to have nightmares after this game about this defense because they are going to get after it. They're going to get after him, and he is going to be seeing Vaughn Miller and those guys coming at him all game long. So, definitely Denver in this situation. Um, Bridgewater looks good. I know Jerry Judy went down. But, hey, that run game looks great. Uh, You know, Gordon and Javante Williams is a great one-two punch right now until later on when Javante Williams takes that over. Um, But they have a lot of great wide receivers there. They got Cortland Sutton, who they barely used. He can definitely step up and take the the, uh, place of Jerry Judy. So, let's look for that. Next is New England up against the Jets. Um, this game is going to be very interesting with the two rookie quarterbacks going head to head on it. Uh, I think there's, you know, a lot of headlines, obviously, to, to look at when you're thinking about this game, but ultimately, what do you, what are you going to say here, guys? I mean, Mac Jones looked great. New England looked great in week one up against Miami. They looked great. They really, really did. And the Jets, they looked really bad until late in the game when I really think Carolina took their foot off the gas. So... Ultimately, I'm gonna have to go with the you know New England Patriots on this. I think the Jets have the right foundation. I think they're going in the right direction, but it's just not that time yet. Uh, you know, we'll probably get their stride. Maybe another two to three games into the season, I think they'll start getting comfortable, being able to make some moves. Now, before we start getting into the four o'clock slate of games, let's check back in here on what's going on with the Giants and the Washington football team. So right now the game is nine minutes and 31 seconds left in the game. Uh, it is 23 to 17. Uh, a couple missed completions just now in a row uh, has it on third and 10 uh, for the Washington football team. Uh, you know th- this is a situation I think that they don't they didn't want to be in going into this game. I think they wanted to get up early, be able to to rely on that run game. Coast a little bit, and they're definitely not going to have the ability to do that. I mean, I definitely see an incompletion coming up. Uh, not completed the ball, but wasn't a first down. I mean, I, I just definitely didn't see them getting the first down here. Um, I don't see them going for it. Looks like it's going to be like fourth and three or whatever, so kick the field goal, get it back to a three-point game. Uh, Got to be careful here, though, guys. Like, the Giants have looked comfortable. Like, they've looked comfortable, and that's scary. It's scary to say Daniel Jones looked comfortable because – he never does. He never looks comfortable in that pocket, but he has looked comfortable all night. So I get it. It's fourth and three. I know you got to go for the field goal here, but man, it if it was fourth and two, I'd definitely consider going for it because I, I just, I worry that New York has looked comfortable in this game. So we'll see how things go. Just made the field goal now. So it is in fact a three point game. And we'll see what happens with the next possession. Uh, you know, we're we're rooting for the Redskins in this game, or the the Washington Football. I'm gonna do that all season long. Y'all gotta forgive me. I'm gonna do it all season long. But um, the Washington Football Team. You know, we're rooting for them. Uh, Aurora's grandfather is a big Washington Football Team fan, and so uh, we definitely want to see them uh, pull this out. Uh, mainly, mainly for that reason. Uh, we do like a lot of the players on that Washington Football Team as well, um, and we like a few on on. New York, also, um, but want to see Washington pull it out, and we'll see how it ends up going. But let's jump back in to the upcoming weekend and go with the four o'clock slate. Four o'clock slate, starting off with the Minnesota Vikings up against the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, this is ah man, I I want to sit there and say it's going to be a good game. I want to do that. I want to tell you it's going to be a good game. I really really do. But I just can't. I just can't. I just feel it in my soul that I can't tell you, this is going to be a good game. Kyler Murray played lights out, amazing in week one, but it wasn't just him. The running game was going. the The, the receivers looked great. Okay, they they all meshed together. Um, you know, Rondell Jones or Rondell Moore looked really good. Uh, Kurt Pat uh, Christian Kirk looked good. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins looked really good. Uh, even A.J. Green looked good out there. I mean, and, and from a running back standpoint, both your running backs look good. I mean, this offense was just exploding, okay, last week. And it's not just the offense. It is the defense also. That defense looked scary, scary good. J.J. Watt has brought some leadership to that team that I think they desperately needed, and I think that's all they really needed. They have a chance to be one of the top defenses in the league now uh, from what I saw the other day, and Minnesota relies on the run game very similar to their opponent from last week and if they can end up shutting dalvin cook down this game ain't going to go nowhere from for minnesota either so uh, i think that's going to happen i think i think dalvin will end up having a decent day i think he'll get to you know 75 maybe even 100 yards but um you know if they let him cook uh you know no pun intended slash pun intended uh the rest of the team's not going to get going they're going to shut something down they just have the personnel to be able to do that. So I um, think that Arizona is going to end up taking it probably by a score of more than one possession. Next is Atlanta, Tampa Bay. You know, this this really sucks for Atlanta. It really, really sucks. Like in, in week two, you have to go up against this Tampa Bay team. They, Atlanta has a horrible defense. They have the worst defense in the league. Like, if I'm Tampa Bay, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to play Kyle Trask at quarterback because, you know, play the level of your opponent, right? So put in, like, your third-string quarterback or something like that. Like, and they would have success, and they would probably – I would still favor them to win this game. Atlanta's defense is just awful. You know, I mean, Alabama would run all over this defense. Alabama would be able to pass all over this defense. Uh, You know, pick, pick a decent Power 5 college program and they could score up on this defense. Um, Offensively, I think the Falcons will be fine. I think they'll put up some more points than what they did up against uh, the Eagles, that's for sure. Uh, But this is definitely going to be Tampa Bay, at least 10 points, probably more than that, just depending on when they start to take their foot off the gas. Next is Dallas and Los Angeles Chargers. Um Man, this is going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be another shootout just like Tampa Bay and Dallas. Uh, I do think the defense for the Chargers will be a little bit more formidable uh, matchup-wise than what Tampa Bay was in Week 1. So look for... Uh, Dallas to score a little bit less points than they did uh, in week one, but the Chargers, man, they, they can put up points. They really can. Uh, I, I know that they didn't really put up all that many up against Washington in week one, but Washington has a good defense. They really do. And I think that up against this porous Dallas defense, you know, Justin Herbert is going to be slinging it all over the place. Uh, I think Austin Eckler is going to get his run game going, um, and, you know, Dallas is going to be willing to sling the ball with them as well because that's what they did last week against tampa bay so um this this will be pretty high scoring game i believe i think i still have the chargers ending up winning the game because man i i just i feel a lot better about their defense than i do the dallas defense both offensive both offenses are amazing but defense is where i got to give the edge to the chargers next is tennessee up against seattle all right this game is Man, it this is this is tough. We like both teams. We want to see both teams do well. Um, I think Tennessee is due for a bounce back from their week one game. And Seattle, honestly, I think they really kind of overachieved a little bit in their week one uh, by how good they played. So I really do think that Tennessee is going to end up taking this game. Um, I, I just don't like the matchup on defense for Seattle all that much. Uh, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I just don't like that matchup for Seattle all that much on the defensive end. I think that the the run game is a bit different, uh, you know, than the Colts and, and the way they scheme it, the way they scheme their blocking. I think that matches up better for Tennessee, and they'll end up getting their running game going a bit and and starting to you know go through the motions of what they do to win games. So it should end up being. A pretty decent game overall, I think. Though uh, probably be within a touchdown, but I do have Tennessee ending up edging it out. All right, before we get into the Sunday night and Monday night slates, um, we will. Well, actually, we won't talk about the Monday night because we can do that on Monday. But uh, before we get into the, to the Sunday night discussion, we're going to recap into the game today. Oh my! gosh wow Daniel Jones just just overthrew wide open wide wide open like you can't get more open like complete field to himself like I could have thrown a ball he could have caught Darius Slayton like completely wide open all he had to do was loft it up and let Slayton run under it and he overthrew him man man I mean, it's not against Daniel Jones. He's had a really good night. He's had a, he's had a really good night. I, I don't want to take anything away from the guy. He's had a really good night, but that's the thing that you will get from Daniel Jones every now and then is just those head scratchers. Like, wait, you missed that? How'd you miss that throw? And that was definitely one of those. It was a wide open touchdown, um, just outside of the reach for Darius Slayton. I mean, he he could he can't. He's not Stretch Armstrong. He can't stretch his arms any more than you know. Any more, any more than his physical limitations allow him so that one was just really tough you know the really the other really tough thing is the really tough thing if you're a Giants fan is it, it has to be so tough that you've consistently had a starting quarterback that has no facial expressions no facial expressions like Daniel Jones is just like Eli Manning like they both look like morons. They really do. They just sit there with their mouth hanging open, staring like like a deer in headlights all the time. All the time. So that that's got to be frustrating. Like man, I bet they wish they could get somebody that I bet I bet they wish that you know Daniel Jones is going to be this big passionate fired up guy. I was like, "Nope." Nope. It's not like that, so that's got to be frustrating if you're a Giants fan. But um, anyway, we'll uh, man, this is is this another flag? Oh my gosh! Okay, so right after he misses that play, then false start, then false start. So two false starts in a row on the New York Giants offensive line, and one of them that's his second false start of the game. I mean, they're they're jittery. They're jittery. I don't know if they're afraid of this pass rush or whatever it is, but that's two in a row. It's now third and 15 when it was going to be, I think, third and five. So, that man, this, this, is, this bodes really well for Washington to get this ball back and have a chance. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll obviously be off the – we'll be done recording before we get to the end of this game. But uh, definitely bodes well for Washington for sure to at least have, you know, Another shot, if not two, uh, to get the ball and try and do something with it. So we'll see what happens with that, but we'll go ahead and start wrapping some things up here. We'll talk about the last game of the uh, Sunday slate, and that is Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. I would love to tell you guys this is going to be a great game. I would love to tell you this is going to be a barn burner and very high scoring and all that stuff, especially for my wife because she loves to watch a high scoring football game. But guys, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Baltimore looked horrendous to me. They looked horrendous up against Vegas. Um, the, the Just the mistakes. The mistakes with the fumbles from Lamar Jackson did not look good. Uh, the balance of, of the running game and who they're running and how they're running it, it did not look good. I did not like the, the schemes and the way things ran. Like To me, when they completed passes, when they had big plays... They didn't look like they were meant to be run that way. Like I, I, I'm just very concerned, very concerned with the Baltimore offense right now. I think it's got a lot of clunks in it. It needs to get worked out. It looks very clunky. Um, I, I, I just be very concerned when it comes to that. Now Kansas City, I think they're going to come out and throttle Baltimore. Uh, I just, I don't like that matchup. I don't like the matchup defensively uh, for the Ravens, even though over on our big Ravens fans, we do like the Ravens. We, we like a lot of their players a lot. Uh, love Patrick Queen on defense, you know, that rookie from last year that played so well. But, man, I just, I don't see it happening where they're going to be in this game. I think that Kansas City is going to win this game by at least 12 points, um, if not more than that. That's just our prediction, but we'll see how it goes. Um Ultimately, to wrap it up real quick here, uh, I do think Washington's going to get the ball back. I think Washington is going to win this game. Very close game. Very, very close game. I do think Washington will win this game, mainly because I don't think Taylor Heineke is going to lose you the game, but Daniel Jones can. So we'll see what happens. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. We'll talk to you again on Monday.